Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Let's get us recording. Okay, perfect. And actually, so are you the owner of Dermal Systems? I was, I'm looking at your website right now. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I am super excited to have Renee Serbon on. She is the owner and founder of Dermal Systems. And she also, you'll have to check out her website. Her personal brand is ReneeSerbon.com. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I am so excited about having this conversation with you and we haven't even started yet. It might be the bubbles. Right, I don't I know. know. <laughs> I know. I know. Were you able to score a good bottle from your husband? I'm sorry I couldn't get it into Canada. They're going to have to work on that. <laughs> oh, that's not. Canada is near impossible to get things in. But my since my husband does work in the industry, um, yes, he hooked me up. I actually, his vineyards that he manages um, have Ooh. gone sold out on bubbly. Um, so I actually have a local one with me today um, um, of a winery that's very close to us called Eighth Generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it's a rosé bubbly um, with the name Confidence. <gasps> I love that. Oh, that is fantastic. I'm gonna have to see if I can. Well, if it's a local one, they probably don't ship out of the country, huh? I think that the wineries themselves do. The problem is not to get it to you. The problem is for you to get, to get it, it to in. us. Yes, gotcha. I'm sure we can hook you up the other way around. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I, rosé bubbly. Like, I don't particularly love rosé by itself, but when it's bubbly, I love it. That's what I drink on the show all the time. it definitely depends on the season for me for sure (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) cool yeah and like I was saying before we jump back on uh before we jumped on this that I took off the last month and so I'm just so excited to dive into this and and learn more about you and your business and all of that fun stuff oh so so good and good on you for taking some time off it's also very important yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, I mean, it was just getting, like, I still enjoyed it and really liked it, but I just, I don't know I felt something like I just needed a little break. You know, like I said, it had been like every week for the last year and a half almost. And some weeks it was multiple. And then it's just kind of like, now I am like refreshed and cannot wait to dive in. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Let's do this. Yes. So tell us all about you, you know, like how long have you had your business? Um, and I was interested too, like, learning more about um like does it, it looked like it's the system is something that you created and like just how that came about and, and just all of it <laughs> yes yeah, so oh, my, my business really has like multi uh, functionality sort or let's call it departments I call it pillars to my business um but I started um officially uh, 10 years ago almost 10 years ago is when I incorporated um at that point in time with a business partner who I then later on bought out and became the sole owner which um, in hindsight you know is how it should have been he's doing his fabulous things now and I'm doing my fabulous things so life is good 
Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting in how it came about. So I'm an esthetician. Um, let's call it by trade, if you will. And um, I very early on pursued uh, postgraduate education in um, skin correction. So I spent mm. a lot of hours voraciously pursuing education in anatomy, physiology, cosmetic chemistry, how how cosmetic chemistry is used to affect specific cells and systems in the skin to get the outcome that we want. And then, um, you know, I was always um, recommending completely off the label products to my clients, because when you really look at the ingredients on the back of the bottle, I realized something that might be indicated for pigmentation on the front of the bottle might in fact be better for anti-aging when you really dig into the ingredients. Mm. So I then started to get, um, very different sustained results for my clients, which was just a bit mind blowing. Um, And that came about after pursuing um, a specific uh, course in postgraduate education that really was a pivotal point in my career and changed the trajectory of where I was going. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, from that, I started to, um, to train my peers or teach my peers what I knew. And, you know, then people just started to ask me, um, okay, when you have all this information, I always say to my clients, it's one thing to know the things. It's a different thing to actually implement what you know. Right. It's a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You can know all the stuff, but if you don't know how to put it into business practically, it means nothing. But that is my zone of genius, in all honesty, that I see patterns and systems and processes. So I could say to people, you know, even things like the flow of a client journey through a clinic or through a spa might be easier for the audience to understand here. So, you know, from that connection point, you walk into the reception to being taken through to the treatment room and the process of getting the information on the intake form and the, you know, all the, the information, the medical history and, you know, figuring out what the contraindications are to consent forms and, you know, then doing the treatment and then taking the person back out to the front to connect them with the products that's going to help them in the journey and rebooking people. And, you know, it seems so simple when I say it out loud, but in theory, it's actually very complex for businesses um, and clinics to, to put in place. It seems like people enter and then it's like a network of different places you need to go, which doesn't make any sense. And then you're connecting with the person out the front after the service. Um, and then where the people drop the ball, that infuriates me in our industry. <laughs> It's like, well, thank you for coming. Thank you for giving me your money and see you later. It's like, (laughs) no, you got to do better than that because people need to be followed up. The skin is the biggest organ of our body. If you're selling somebody, 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 something, I should say, you better follow up and make sure that it's working for them, that they're not having reactions. Where is that in society today? Follow up, make sure people are good. Make sure what you sold them is working. Yes. I love that. And it also, it just, it doesn't take like a ton of time either, but it really like elevates that experience with you and your client. You're like, oh, they thought enough or felt, you know, compelled to reach out to me. And that makes a big difference. 
Yes. I want to ask you a question and you tell me if you've ever had this experience. I'm going to bet a bottle of bubbly (laughs) (laughs) that you've never had this happen if you go to a clinic even like for, let's say, a facial Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're having this beautiful facial, you're kind of in a trance when you leave the place because the the esthetician had magic hands and you you rendered useless for the rest of the day. Your skin feels so moist and dewy and glowy. She sold you all the things that has all the hopes and dreams of every woman built into it (laughs) and then crickets. You don't even get asked if you would like to rebook. Right. Yeah. No, never. I'll be honest. I've never had a facial, but I have done other things. I know I need to badly, but um, anytime I've gone to like a salon for different things, no, there's no like asking for my information to follow up. There's nothing. It's like, all right, just like you said, see you later. Like, right. Even, yeah. even my, the hair is, yes. you know, a similar thing. It's like, if I'm going to, mm-hmm. yeah. If you're recommending a new shampoo to me to keep my color intact until my next visit, the first time I purchase it, like really you can so romance me and make me your client forever. If you just follow up and, you know, give me a call in two or three days to say, Hey, how did you find the shampoo? Did you love it? Give us feedback. But the feedback loop is so important in any business. We have this with our employees, but also with our clients. If you don't ask for feedback, you will never know how it's performing when you're not looking. Definitely. And that, you know, that's like such a huge part too. In it. And in like your marketing, you know, like if you're not getting feedback of what they're thinking and saying, like, how are you knowing that you're actually resonating with like your actual ideal client? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's so much valuable information you can get from them and then use it to make your marketing so much more effective. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So let me tell you this. I'm I'm just jumping the gun here. And when I work with my clients on business development, because I do, the pillars of my business is I do have a skincare line that I distribute. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have skin diagnostic devices because I love the science and everything I do is stemming from the scientific evidence that we obtain. And then we have, um, you know, the treatments and the clients and that type of thing. So that, uh, you know, that kind of goes coincide with people. Like when I teach them about the product knowledge, so to say, and the skill set of how to use the equipment to consult clients and get, you know, sustainable outcomes for their skin to be, for their skin to be healthy at any age Mm -hmm. to, you know, that's like one part of it, but it's not enough. So because people always say to me, Renee, so you you can do a really great skin analysis in depth. I'm going into your genetic background. I'm going into your cosmetic history, your medical history, putting all those pieces of the puzzles together to design a plan that is going to get an outcome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when they do all these things, they say, okay, now the problem is how do I implement this into my business? How do I get people to to understand the value of having analysis, a skin analysis. Um, And how do I, you know, then go into recommending the treatments and, you know, explaining to clients how the products work. And also how do I work into my crazy day that is filled with clients from beginning to end, (laughs) you know, the follow-up calls and the emails and things that you're mentioning 
and not even thinking about the marketing yet. And that's where I say to people, we have it so backwards because our industry is so guilty of opening the doors and getting people booked in. And then we get burnout. Our industry mm-hmm. really is brutal for the burnout thing. And we are women typically mm-hmm. um, who also balance families. Right. So um, <laughs> this is where I say to people, the language of business really is numbers, despite how much we actually love the hands-on part of spoiling our clients. This is where the disconnect is for my clients, is that you have to understand numbers. So I've designed in my program that I really teach them how to crunch the numbers in a really easy way. And, and also help them to set their price structure so that they can still be in business 10 years from now. Because while I love, you know, doing facial massages and all the things, <laughs> at the end of the day, I kind of have to put shoes on my kids' feet as well. Right. Um, and mine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, you know, I, I, I want them to have systems. They need to learn to control their appointment book because, you know, we're such peace people pleasers by nature as, you know, people who are hands on and, you know, like we're in the, you know, in the make people feel nice, feel good industry. We are by nature people pleasers. So I teach them that you have to kind of draw a line in the sand. You need to know where your boundaries are and really convey that to your clients very clearly. And then you have to be very disciplined of yourself and not mm-hmm. let your appointment book control you. You have to control it. So I teach them how to do things like blocking out time to work on the business, not just in the business. Because if you have to, if you don't do that, then working on the business is time stolen from family at the right. end of the day because it still needs to be done somewhere, somehow. Um, and then on top of that, the follow-up to wow your clients, I call the, call it building your, um, your uh, tribe of raving fans who's going to tell all the other people about your awesomeness. And then lastly, using asking for feedback and using the feedback to spread the word about what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. Well, you will know you're a marketing queen. <laughs> Let me tell you, word of mouth is 10 times better than anything else, especially in our business, because there's this trust factor of people coming into the clinic and you actually putting your hands on the other individual. And to me, that is a very sacred thing that Mm -hmm. we have to honor very, very carefully. So, you know, when we gain somebody's trust like that, um, I want to see it honored. 100%. So, you know, using the people who already love you to kind of, you know, get them to share their experience outside the treatment room to attract more people exactly like that into your Mm -hmm. business. Yes, definitely. And I think that's too, you know, like in that whole follow-up that you were mentioning that nobody does, you know, like that is a perfect opportunity to like make that extra step in get those raving fans and get them to, you know, use word of mouth marketing. Cause like you said, that is definitely the highest converting, you know, people already trust their friends. So they already come in knowing a little bit about you with a little bit of trust. You don't have to work as hard to try and get them, you know, in there. And that's just so valuable. especially seems like in y'all's industry for sure, but in general too. Yeah. You you just then have to affirm what was said about you. You don't have to 
swaye people. It's, right. It's a, a, you know, and for people who struggle with selling, because we are a service-based industry, and a lot of us in the industry struggle with selling, except for me, I happen to be really good at it. Um, <laughs> um because I don't sell, it's in service, right. right? And I simply connect the right things for people to get the outcome that they want and the decision is still theirs. Um, but yes, when you don't feel, when you can kind of structure your whole business and your whole system and your whole routine, that it never feels like you're selling and it always feels like you're serving and bringing value, mm. that is a win-win. Yes. Oh, I love that. It is so true, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um And so you mentioned, you know, in helping um, your clients and, you know, in like um, salon owners, different things like that, like, and you mentioned the work-life balance, you know, and so what is your advice on that? And like, how do you, you know, achieve it and any tips that you have? For for me, I'm a bit of an A-type personality and I really, really love what I do. So it never feels to me like I'm working and that is dangerous. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband, on the other hand, he's much better. So, you know, I've taken a few pages out of his book, but for me as an A-type personality, because if I don't decide when to stop, I mm-hmm. just don't. And, you know, now we have children. I can't do that because they need me too. Mm-hmm. So I you know, um, I live and die by my calendar pretty much. You have to just decide what what times are allocated for what activities and honor what you, what you decide that to be. Yes. Oh, I love that. So it takes a little bit of thought, you know, like how you want to structure your day, what's, you know, your priorities are. And then, yes, I am so with you on the calendar. Like I, oh, <laughs> everything goes I, in it. Yes, I actually, okay, (laughs) this is how A-type I am. Um, I have um, one of my business coaches um, taught me this concept of having theme days. Hmm. So I have theme days. It's genius. Oh, my gosh, Todd Herman, wonderful, um, his theme day strategy. So now I have like like activities in the same day. So Monday might be uh, marketing Monday, let's call it content Mm -hmm. Tuesday, you know, like content creation as in, you know, when I have to design out my training curriculums and things like that, that all happens on a Tuesday. Um, It might be um, deliverables on Wednesdays. Finance happens to be Finance Friday for me. So it makes it super easy because when my um, bookkeeper phones and says, oh, I need, you know, this and that and all the 110 things. I do love systemizing and automating everything I possibly can. Um, But it's super easy for me to go because I just literally go to her absolutely 100%. I'll have it to you on Friday because I already know Friday is Finance Friday. If one of my clients need to have a phone call with me, it happens on Wednesday because Wednesday is deliverables Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So it's anything that I have to do for my clients or deliver to my clients is all on Wednesday. You know, um, it's not set in stone. Obviously, we have some flexibility, but that to me was like life changing. And I just park things in my day. It also means that I'm not changing the activity drastically. So it right. helps me be a little bit more focused than jumping from, you know, doing hands on facials training, for example, to theory training. It's very different things. So, so, you know, bundling those like 
activities together as well is important. And I teach my clients to do the same. It's like you got to block, block it. It doesn't have to be all day, but block out those two hours on a Tuesday to follow up with everybody who purchased a new item from you last week, for example. Um, You know, this is the time you're going to do your blog writing, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Like for you, here we are on a Friday today, right? So, um, you know, we are, you know, what are the days that you're recording? You're kind of probably batching things together, if Mm -hmm. I guess correctly. Yeah, yeah. And I would love, I need to get a little bit better in like having themed days because I do think those would be just so much more efficient. Um, So like that has been kind of in the back of my mind to get that a little bit more coordinated um, because yeah, it just makes so much sense. And then you don't, it's not a question like, oh, okay, it's, you know, Tuesday, this is what I'm doing, you know, and, and, you know, you have it blocked off and it's just, you get so much more done that way. Yes. And, you know, you have to balance that with the what hap- what happens in your household as right. well, I suppose. My husband's work is extremely seasonal. Um, October, I really am a much lighter in my calendar because I'm it for the kids. He's harvesting. Right. So, you know, we're... I'm a little bit more flexible during summertime. He's a bit more flexible during winter once the plants have gone, the vines have gone dormant. Mm-hmm. So so he's kind of more the on person as far as our children goes in the true winter months, like November, mid-November, December, January. And I'm at July, August, and definitely October, September, we kind of balance it a bit better. But yes, so you kind of have to figure out how to, what's important in your life and how to, you know, when to have your foot on the throttle, but it's also okay to have a lighter load to live the life you want. Why on earth are we in business otherwise? Right. Yes, I know. And it's, yeah, I've seen a lot of, you know, a my husband and I, our first business was actually like a organic farm and brewery. And we didn't, it was before we had kids and like, we were young and we didn't have any balance, you know? And like, we, it's just so much different. Like as you grow older too, you know, and it's like, like you said, like we grow these businesses and start these businesses for freedom, not to work 90 hours a week, you know? Yes. It's the entrepreneurial trap that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. So earlier you mentioned automation and different things like that. What are your like go-to apps that you use? Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm such a tech lover. You're going to laugh at me. (laughs) Okay. So I do have all my calendars talking to each other. So I work on iCalendar for our family stuff, which pushes to Google Calendar, which is where I have all my business stuff. Then I have, because I still do hands-on for a small elect group of um, VIP clients. So I have a a software program, obviously, that I book my, you know, their facials, but I also do a research. So all my research and VIP clients get all um, booked into that calendar that also pushes to my Gmail. Um, (laughs) And they all block each other's, you know, if I have an appointment in one, it will block it in all the other calendars. And then for sales calls for the skincare line and training and all that kind of stuff, I use Acuity, which is another mm-hmm. booking appointment, kind of like Calendly, if people are more familiar with that. So that also books if somebody books a time slot there. Um, that one is really wonderful, along with my 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 clinic software, um, because I block times out. So I have certain mm-hmm. days and time blocks that I do sales calls, for example, or um, you know facials that, that 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 my research clients can have these days and these times for facials. So that's like all I do on those specific 
you know, half days. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it, it kind of blocks that availability in my other calendar. So yes, I'm all about the calendar apps and they all talk to each other and it's genius. I will say that we, um, just for insight, if we're talking about family balancing, my, both my kids, they're only four, just turned four and about to turn eight. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cute. If I say so myself, <laughs> um, I have two boys and, um, you know, so the older one is now starting to participate in more sports and things like that. So they each have their own calendar. Then my husband have a calendar. We have a family calendar and then obviously my business calendar and that all are synced together. So I can see in my calendar when the boys have activities and then we can assign who's doing drop off, who's doing pickup, you know, by just using that notes, magical notes section. <laughs> that's to, awesome yes and they color-coded all kids stuff is like orange in our world mine is purple my husband's is green <laughs> so they're all color-coded my calendar looks crazy but it makes a hundred percent sense to me <laughs> I then, love that <laughs> right <laughs> then um who likes bookkeeping like seriously I not I'm me pre- not yeah, at all so, I'm going to say I can pretend I am seeing everybody listening and I bet I have like maybe two hands on and that's probably because you're an accountant. Um, (laughs) Nobody loves it. I hate it. So, oh my gosh, my um, warehousing program talks to my accounting program. Ah. Yeah. So it's all automated. All our payments that come in is pushed to the accounting program. So my bookkeeper just has to match the staff and reconciliation. I have an app called Pluto that they hooked me up with. So all my bookkeeping and stuff like that is now like on the cloud somewhere. Oh, that is yeah. so oh, cool. Yeah. Um, that's why I use Xero as my, um, I use Xero as my bookkeeping, my accounting oh, program. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's a program called Pluto. You're welcome in advance. Um, so <laughs> Pluto, uh, P-L-O-O-T-O is a payment program that you can either, you can wire money anywhere in the world almost, or e-transfer like mm. electronic funds, send electronic funds. So, um, it's like a dollar for an electronic fund or 10 bucks flat for an, a, a wire, international wire. Mm. How, where I used to run to the bank all the time to do to pay my suppliers. Oh yeah, at thirty dollars a pop for a wire transfer. Oh gosh, that adds yeah. up quick, doesn't it? So mm. crazy. So, and what I love is all my invoices that comes from my suppliers. I email to a, pro, a receipt program called Receipt Bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also all my little receipt slips, you know, that I get from you know when I purchased lunch or whatever this the grocery store it really doesn't matter all the those little receipts I photograph it sends it to receipt bank all invoices from suppliers or anywhere else I email because you get a special email address that you send to receipt bank Mm -hmm. you can choose for receipt bank to push it to Pluto and then Pluto also puts it into zero. So they all talk to each other. So literally all I do is email stuff to Receipt Bank. It magically appears in Pluto. I click on the receipt to say I want to pay it to my supplier in Germany. It sends the wire transfer to them. And then it tells my bookkeeper in the bookkeeping system that it's now paid. That's Duh. awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. And then I do have one more app that I want to share. Yes. Business mindset, because seriously, if you're like me, your little 
own mind chatter is actually your own worst enemy. Yes. So there's an app that I really, really love. It's called Think Up. Oh, yes. that sounds awesome. Yes. So you can have this whole collection of like positive affirmations um, and you can choose a background song and you record the affirmations in your own voice because apparently that makes your brain accept it easier. Oh. Yes. While you're playing your favorite tunes. There's a free version and a paid version. I like the paid version because I have way too many affirmations that I like to record for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I like to choose my own music. So you can actually like literally upload your favorite tunes. And yes, so I use that one a lot. I use it um, when I drop my kids off at school and daycare. I drive to work listening to Think Up, my own voice talking about my own awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> And then when I come to work, I feel like it is so, and I just, my, my mind frame is just then so much better when I show up at work. And then usually at lunchtime or somewhere during the day, I try to find a moment where I just decompress for five minutes and just listen to it again. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's huge. I mean, because like mindset is such a, like you said too, for like being an entrepreneur, like I feel like, I don't know, I don't know why I feel like our minds work a little differently sometimes and like they, and they don't stop, you know, and then there's like all of this stuff. So having something like that is, I don't know, so helpful. I, I think it's huge. Last Friday, very early in the morning, I was invited to speak at a dermatology conference that was supposed to be here in Vancouver, but turned virtual. Mm. And, you know, things like that, like I know my subject, I'm really good with skin. That's why I'm, you know, Renee Sorbonne's skin expert. Mm-hmm. I know the anatomy, physiology, cosmetic chemistry that I'm, I am really good at what I do. But, you know, when I got asked as an esthetician to talk at a dermatology conference in front of medical specialists, right. I may or may not have had a little moment of freaking out and thinking, <laughs> who am I to speak at a dermatology conference? And, you know, so it's like, okay, I've got to breathe. I can do this. There's a reason I was asked. Yes, I right. deserve to, to be here. And it, it, I am meant to deliver this message to the dermatologist, cosmetic and plastic surgeons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know that is huge. Like, you're right. I mean, there's no reason, you, you know, but I know exactly what you mean, though. Like, we question sometimes when it's stuff like that. But like you said, like, if somebody's asking, like, there is a reason why they're asking because you are the best and you are the expert. Yes. And then even in this case, I was a bit stumped even at my own resistance to the whole <laughs> thing because I was actually approached and asked to deliver. I didn't I didn't put my hand up or, you know, kind of ask them. They approached me. So I was just like, why are you even having these thoughts when they came to you and asked you? That's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, you know, just be grateful and deliver your best. So which I did. Right. Um, I was about to ask how it went, but I'm sure it was fantastic. (laughs) It was yeah, it was really, really good. And it was on a subject that I love, um, how to repair the skin's microbiome with corneotherapy. So because corneotherapy is the science that I follow for skin correction. So it was Mm. really good. It was so fun. And I had nobody being nasty. So (laughs) they were all so receptive. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Thanks. Yes. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. But yes, Yes. we've got to give ourselves that positive self-talk. I think it's very important. 
Yes, definitely. And I think it really honestly gets, I mean, at least in my case, it was overlooked. Like I didn't notice the negative self-talk and I didn't even really like realize that I needed to, you know, proactively work on my mindset. Like it, it didn't even like occur to me until like I started I started following this guy, James Wedmore. He talked about it a lot. And then it just, and then I read like the law of attraction, like the secret, Uh like all of these things. And I was just like mind blown in like such a positive way. Um, And it's made such a difference. It's so interesting. I'm generally a positive person. I'm totally the glass half full girl that was sitting next to you in class for sure. (laughs) It's like anything is possible. Um, But yes, uh, you know, when I really started to, you know, it's kind of interesting because I think it manifests even more the more success you achieve. Mm -hmm. It's almost for me, like I started to question it you know, my, my, like, do I deserve it? Which is so silly because of nothing, nothing has internally changed me. I'm still the same person. Why would I not deserve it? Of course. So yes, we got to be kind to ourselves. We can do it. Any, I always say I can do anything I set my mind to. I might not be able to do it all at exactly the same time, Mm -hmm. but yes, it's possible. Oh, I love that. So true. Um, okay, on to my favorite question of the interview. <laughs> what is your most effective or favorite way to market your business? <laughs> All right. This is one where I have to say I I struggle. It's easy when I when I'm in a one-on-one conversation like this because you know we're new BFF, so it's easy for me to tell <laughs> tell exactly. you what my internal <laughs> what I'm really thinking. But it is hard. It's hard to actually talk about yourself positively to strangers. Um, so yes, I I think for me, I love talking on stage. Um, it doesn't have to be a big stage and virtually to me, this is a stage as well. Um, whether I talk at trade shows, uh, I think I'm a teacher at, <laughs> in my core. So when I have an opportunity to teach about the things that I'm really good at, my zone of genius, that's where I seem to excel. And that's where for me, I attract people that I'm meant to be working with. Um, so yes, but it does require just getting yourself in those places, of course. And yes, and saying yes, when you're asked to speak and so forth. So um, yes, and I've become definitely more um, bold on social media. I was for the longest time, super scared to open my mouth and say anything on social media. <laughs> so I got people around me who helped me do that now. So they will take my words and then I, you know, and write it down for me so I can see it written. But I struggle to take the step to actually post it. So I actually have a beautiful team who helps me post it. I mean, I'm on there on my own. Like today I posted, I I put a picture up of the champagne that I had or the the bubbly that I had prepared. And I put it out on LinkedIn as well and tagged you in there, for example. You know, so so there's some things I do, the more the lighthearted stuff. But when it's like really, oh, look at me, I'm really good at this and really good at that, that I find really hard. (laughs) So I find it better for somebody else to just take the final action. (laughs) Yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you for tagging me and doing all that fun stuff. That's awesome. But yeah, you're right. That is hard because it's like, it's vulnerable. You know, it's a lot more vulnerable than people realize, I think. Yeah. So I think that is like you, if you don't advocate for yourself, why would your clients do the same? Right. And I've become a lot better. It's kind of interesting because business to consumer, meaning if you were coming to me for your skin concerns, 
I would have no issues with that. However, to me, it's much harder business to business, meaning me to another clinic owner, right? Mm-hmm. Wants to work with me in that capacity, which is the world I now live in. That that has been a lot harder for me. Um, and, you know, now I definitely just frankly ask, hey, if you love working with me, I would really appreciate a referral. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being more upfront about asking that, or do you know what? You shared how I helped you accomplish this or that. Um, have, you know, um, make 30% more in your business, which is my average statistics, or, or, you know, how you shared with me how you feel that you have better control over your appointment book and you feel that you have more time to spend with your family because of the tools and tips that I taught you in our program. Um, Can I use your words as a testimonial, for example? Now I just boldly ask for it. That's awesome. And that's huge too. You know, I feel like that's kind of another area where people are like, we're kind of like nervous or scared to ask for that, but people don't think of it the same way we do. You know, they're like, oh yeah, of course I would love to. They just, you know, like they're not thinking of it. So the one, like the second you ask them, they're like, oh, definitely. Like you were amazing. So just, you know, being able to incorporate that into conversations and your marketing and stuff like that is fantastic. Yes. If I love working with somebody, I love talk. Of course I would happily give them a testimonial, Mm -hmm. but let me tell you, when I put the phone down, I'm also drowning under all the paperwork that my bookkeeper wanted until I (laughs) obviously automated that and (laughs) systemized it. That's the reality. We're all drowning in our own stuff. So you got to make it easy. You know, hey, these are the words that you said, do you mind if I use it like this to talk about your experience to potential new clients? Right. And I I have had, I think in all the years, maybe one no. Right. Yeah. It's, and if they say no, it's like, okay, they said no. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Move on. That's fine. Yes. I love that. Um, So, what else? Like, so what do you do to get out of your comfort zone? Obviously, social media was a little bit of it. Is there anything else that you do, you know, to to just help (laughs) your business grow? And do you have any like examples? You know, I find that because I love what I do, I can just carry on and on and on. But I, I'm more creative when I do the not so normal things. So for me, um, speaking at trade shows and I love attending them as well, um, or trade shows or industry conferences, for example, I spoke in New Zealand a few years ago. Mm. I was supposed to speak in Spain in October. Damn this stupid virus that right. kind of- my Spain trip away, but that's okay. I'm talking in um, Germany in 2022, um, which is already on the books. You know, that, those big things, it's like a new country that I have to go to. And I mean, I've lived in three countries, but I still get a bit nervous when I go and explore a place I've never been at. Right. Or yeah. been in. Um, so, you know, just, you know, saying yes. Um, Richard Branson had a quote that has always stuck with me. It's like, when somebody asks you something, um, you know, because they obviously think that you're capable and is, it's in your realm of what you, what they they perceive you can do. They say, just say yes and figure out how to do it if you're not 100% sure how, as long as it's in your expertise, of course, in my opinion. Yes. But yeah, he said, yes, say yes and then figure out how to do it. So I say yes a lot if it's in, uh, you know, if it's in alignment. I mean, I've, I'm not going to say yes to illegal things, for example. Right. So as long like, as it's... Or prefer to be surgery or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so as long as it's in line with what I do and an integrity, then yes. 
um, and try new things. I'm, um, yes. y- you know, I try to now go back to things that I do did as, as a child. I was quite athletic, you know, and I kind of let all that go by the wayside. But now I have an eight-year-old drill sergeant in my house, <laughs> almost eight-year-old. So this summer, I tell you, I got back on a bike. I haven't been on a bike in 10 years. I hurt oh. so bad. <laughs> And, I and thought my, it was so fun though. And like the memories, you know, y'all made, that's amazing. I should have bought an electric one in hindsight, but <laughs> he is working my booty and I got a paddle board. So I, cause we live by a big lake. So yeah. I paddle boarded a lot with him this summer because I was trying to do lots of things with him before his brother is in school and also has summers on off, you know, so just right. to kind of, you know, and yeah, kids teach you if you let them. So yes. um, yeah, he's just whatever he says this summer is was yes, we can do it. Yes, we can. Yes, I will pick up the grasshopper to feed it to the prey mantis for your class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's kind of funny how uh, to me it like activates things in my brain that makes me more creative and yes. show up more creative at, and recharge at work. Yes. Oh, I love that. Have you ever read The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes? I have not read the book, but I definitely has have heard it. And <laughs> because I'm an A-type personality, I'm just like, oh, I get it. Yes to everything. But I should go and read the actual message. <laughs> it's really good. Like her, the way she writes, um, it, it's such a fun read, and but but very powerful too. But it, it's in line with what you're saying. Exactly. But it's just, you know, reading her examples as well and like what she was able to accomplish. Like it's a really good book. Like I highly recommend it. I will get it and I will send you a photo when it arrives. <laughs> awesome. <as proof. laughs> Perfect. I love that. You're so right though. Like, yeah, my daughter, she just turned 10 this summer and my son is seven and yeah, same kind of thing. Like, I don't know, just taking a second, like pulling back. Cause like, you know, they'll, I don't even remember, but they'll want to do stuff. And I'm like, hell no, I don't want to do that. But then, you know, of course you do. And it's like, oh my God, that was so much fun. And you know, just getting in their world for a while instead of being like, all right, hey, let's go to the store. We have to do this. We have to do that, you know? Yes. Okay. So I have a brilliant idea. When this is over and we can actually travel, you should come to Pinkton in British Columbia to hang with me by the lake next summer, hopefully. Bring the kids. The boys can go crazy and we can drink wine on the beach. Uh, that sounds amazing. Yes, I, I am there. I will bring bubbly and we have paddle boards too. So we will, and like we're only, like I'm on the Washington, Oregon border. So I'm not that far from you. Yeah. Yeah. Your driving distance, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And we have friends. um, They're actually from England. They worked on our farm when we had the farm and we've kept in touch with them. Still good friends. And they live on Gabriola Island. Mm. So they always invite us up there too. So like that would be a fun trip to like, you know, go hang out with everybody and like hit both spots. Yes. It's a must. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Deal. (laughs) We will plan this for 2021. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Um, okay. Let me, awesome. Okay. We're to your favorite. So we were just talking about, but well, I brought up books. Um, That's but, all right. so what is your favorite book? Okay. I am a practical person. I admittedly very rarely read fiction. I'm always like reading, you know, self-improvement books. Right. I me love too anything Mike McCallowitz. I would say the um, Profit First is probably the one that was a great segue for me. And then I read um, uh, Run Like Clockwork. 
Uh, Is that his as well? I've read Profit First, but okay, I've not read that one. Yes, Run Like Clockwork. Oh, it's right up alley. It's all about like systems and procedures. Oh, awesome. Yes, love it. It was, it's like, oh, Mike, you're speaking my language. And when I meet him in person, note that I said Wayne. Yes. I would like a dime for every book that I have given my clients of his. (laughs) (laughs) Or I would like his next book signed, personally signed and given to me. Yes. Just putting that out there. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you got to put it out there for it to, you know, come to you. I love it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> awesome um what's your favorite drink oh. <laughs> is it a healthy day or an unhealthy day I ad- admittedly don't tell anyone but I am <laughs> secretly admitted addicted to coke zero I love mm. myself a nice cold coke zero and I shouldn't have it and I really try not to drink it but I do love it yes no I get I hear you I was a hard Dr. Pepper addict for years. So I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> the of the bottle. Oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> like it was like the first thing I would think of in the morning. Now it's coffee. Like now I just switched out coffee for Dr. Pepper. It's still the same, you know, addiction, but like, <laughs> I love a coffee too. Yes. If it's cold, it's a Coke zero coffee. It's going to be like a latte. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? My favorite, oh, that's tough. I I find it really hard to relax. My mind is a Mm -hmm. very busy place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I find it so so to uh, relax. I don't know. I do like doing facials uh, for my boys because it doesn't, you know, it's kind of related to what I passionately love, but mm-hmm. I just love that they let me at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, and we do like an elaborate facial and back massage while they do have their facials, um, you know, which I try to do once a week or so. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Or that we mask together. We have like masking. So my eight-year-old, almost eight-year-old is a bit less enthusiastic about it, but my <laughs> But my now four-year-old, oh my gosh, we have this green one that's called individual mass that you can customize with different serums um, to depending on the person's skin type. So he's got a customized one and I've got a customized one and it's green. Come on, it's so cool. Yeah, it's like so. the color of puke, which they love right now. <laughs> <laughs> boys will be boys. Yeah, so I love, I love doing that type of thing with me if and when they let me. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? Uh, a movie. Um, I, my favorite all-time movie is You've Got Mail. Oh, that's a good one. I love oh, that one. Tom Hanks. I love her. Mm-hmm. Meg Ryan. I love her. And I can watch it over and over. I can recite the whole movie for you. <laughs> I know all the songs and you have to sing the songs with the movie. I Yes, I really love it. Secondary to that is obviously like Moana with the kids. But yeah. um, yes, but no, all-time favorite, you've got mail. Oh, that's a good one. I love his, I love Sleepless in Seattle too. That was one of my favorite ones with them. Yes, I just love Tom Hanks in general. I know. Like, his stuff is so good, but I don't know what it is if you've got mail. I also think like that sound of like the old way, I think that's when we moved to New Zealand from South Africa. I remember like now I have to talk to my friends on email and I was like 14 or something at the time. It's like that e thing. Right, yeah, the little D. Yeah, it's you got mail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. maybe it takes me back to that. But yes, yeah, so I just love it. Yeah. So are you from South Africa or where are you from originally? I thought there's an accent, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) 
like, maybe that's Canadian, but I don't know. (laughs) Everything I'm complex. You can't just have a distribution business. You also have to do like business mentorship and all these things. Um, I was born in South Africa and then I spent a significant amount of time in New Zealand and then moved to Canada. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. I've never been to New Zealand or South Africa for that matter, but I hear Uh they're both lovely. Yes. 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 Definitely worth visiting. Put it on the bucket list. Okay. Awesome. Um, and lastly, where is your favorite place to go? Oh, you know, it's a, it's a tough one. I really should say South Africa, but I'm not going to say South Africa. Um, I love South Africa. Um, you know, my family are all still there, but it's not where I love to go necessarily, except for the animals. You don't get that anywhere else. But yeah. last year we went back to New Zealand for the first time in a, in a long time. We actually took to to show the kids New Zealand. And, mm. I, you know, it was really, really lovely to go back. It's such a pure, clean, pristine mm-hmm country and it also feels like you're kind of stepping back 30 years just a slower pace of life like they're just such a everything's just slower pace of life which I love but in saying that um I do love um going to Germany I love the German food my suppliers are in Germany so that's kind of how I got to go and the first time and admittedly a little bit addicted. And I love that trip because I always tie it into Scotland because my sister lives in Glasgow. So I always go either either Glasgow, then Scot- then Germany or Germany and come back via Scotland to see her and her family. Um, I just I just love that trip. So um but I'm but in the same brief, it's kind of funny. I like to um, I travel a lot, but I love I love it most when I come back home. I yeah. I literally live in paradise. So so I suppose if I was to say places to go <laughs> is when I come home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so neat. Like, yeah. And it's so it's so fun to go out and venture and you know see new things and try new things. But then there's like no feeling like coming home. You know. Yeah. And like when the plane comes in and we're just like, okay, you can see the lake and then, you know, we always get in the car and you have no choice but to drive by the lake on your way home from the airport. I just, Mm -hmm. I just, it always makes me think, gosh, I'm so blessed to be where I am. Um, And I know, you know, business could have grown a lot faster if we were in the city, but you know, you wouldn't give this up for anything. Right. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay, so where where can everybody find you? What, uh, both websites, social media, so they can connect with you there, all of that good stuff. Yeah, so I do have uh, renaissorbond.com, but if you do go, I think the easiest one is Dermal Systems. Dermal stands for skin, dermalsystems.com. It will push you into any place you need to find me. So talk, it will point you in the right direction there anyway. And the, the shortcut to me is through social media. Can't help myself. I love social media. Right. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's kind of hard not to be on it all the time. Yes. I love LinkedIn. I'm Renee Serbon on LinkedIn. I love Facebook. Renee Serbon Skin Expert on Facebook. And I'm Renee Serbon on Instagram as well. Perfect. Yeah, I'll put all of that in the podcast notes so everybody can find you and just keep going, you know, with that relationship. Yes. Anyway, on my Facebook page, I should say to your listeners, if you're wondering about your skin and what you really should be doing for your skin, um, I have a quiz on my Facebook page. It's pinned right to the top of it. So if you go there, you can take a quiz to learn about what skin type you are. 
And then if you choose to, you can request to get like all the expanded to-do list or then the two, what you really should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. And it's not product aligned. It's going to give you like the factual basic things that's non-product aligned just to make better choices for your own skin. So you're most welcome to go and take it and, um, you know, request the the expanded information if you want but it i think it's going to give you good a good starting point for anyone's skin at least awesome thank you for sharing that i I am going to go do that because i don't do i hate i hate washing my face like i have a horrible (laughs) like routine like if you even want to call it a routine that's like barely even anything so i will go and take that and like i know too you know like i'll be 40 next year and there's things that I wish I wouldn't see anymore so like I'm like okay you gotta get serious like you actually have to like do things to like combat that (laughs) yes you and me both girl I'm I'm 40 next year too but I your your answer is that you're a diffused redness skin type I eyeballed you you were born with rosy cheeks you're gonna die with rosy cheeks (laughs) and you have red-headed relatives somewhere in your genealogy oh I'm like 88 percent yep I'm like 88 percent Irish (laughs) (laughs) How did I know? <laughs> I'm good to skin, I tell you. Yeah, so it's really good. Like, and So there's different things that you should not be doing for your skin. You definitely need to go download it, but um, okay. super easy. Yes. Awesome. Yay, that's a fantastic resource. So thank you. Like, like I said, I'll put that too in the podcast notes so everybody else can just go straight to it as well because that's, you know, oh, yes. so helpful. Like, that's awesome. It's, and it, it comes down to you one of three basic skin types. So it's okay. not it's not extremely complex, um, but yes. And you, everybody has to do those basics to look after the skin that you were born with. And then I call it in skin, it's like you're born with a certain skin type that needs certain things on a daily basis. And then you breathe and stuff happens to it. <laughs> those, <laughs> those are what we call skin conditions, which is um, your own fault by your lifestyle choices. Right. <laughs> Which, yeah. So like looking, I grew up outside of New Orleans. And so, you know, you're growing up in the South in high school and it's like, yes, we should totally lather our skin with baby oil and burn to a crisp. But now I'm like, damn it. What were you thinking? And and for somebody with a redhead gene, only 400% high risk for skin cancer. Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And like, you know, we put bleach in our hair. It was just bad. But anyway, (laughs) this has been been such a fun conversation. It really has. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor. And yes, if anybody has any questions about things I've shared or about skin in general, feel free to reach out. As I say, I'm slightly obsessed with skin. So um, (laughs) you're more than welcome to reach out and ask the question. I say to my clients, the only silly question is the one you don't ask. So just ask. Awesome. I love that. It's so true. You know, another thing, kind of like asking for reviews, like just ask questions. Like people don't think about it the same that you do, you know, so just go for it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again. Like, seriously, I can't wait to hang out by the lake next summer in Canada. Like, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be glorious. I look forward to it. We can celebrate our 40ths on the beach. Yes, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. And thank you for listening, everyone. Happy Friday.